Hey guys, welcome back to Navigate. Our hope here is to help you engage with God. My name is Ben and I'm joined with Ryan and today we're looking at Acts chapter 9, 32 through to 43. As we work through this passage, we see God working powerfully in his church, uh, both in really big ways and in small ways. And uh, yeah, it's super encouraging and refreshing. So as we work through this passage, we hope you can hear God speak wherever you are. Here's what God's word says. Acts chapter 9, verse 32. As Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll your mat. Immediately, Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed, turning toward the dead woman. He said to Betha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented them her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. So I'm joined with Ryan and we're going to have a chat over this passage. Uh, and Ryan, this is an yeah, unbelievable story of mm. kind of Peter and him, yeah. God working in him and through him as he kind of gets on about his mission to help people see Jesus. That's right. We're kind of, kind of detoured away from Peter a little bit so far. We've kind of since all the persecution kind of happened in Jerusalem, the story's kind of picked up with Jesus' people being scattered with yeah. um, Stephen and, and Philip and then uh, Saul and Barnabas. And now is, is Saul kind of has been sent sent away to Tarsus. Um, the story kind of now comes back to focus on what Peter's been up to. And we see that he's been going around visiting Jesus' people. He's doing that now. And um, yeah, going around encouraging them, teaching them. Yeah, And we kind of yeah rock up with him and, and Lydda where he, yeah, kind of heals a paralyzed, a paralyzed man. Says, yeah, Jesus Christ heals you. He, yeah. So this is kind of entering into Peter's story again with him. Like, just, I feel like it's one of these moments that we've kind of seen before in Acts where it's just mirroring Jesus yeah. in what he did yeah. um, in so many ways. Yeah. You can't read this and not think of the moment when Jesus healed the paralyzed man. Yeah. Um, and said to that paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven, mm. and then brought him back to life. And here you kind of get the same idea that it is Jesus who heals this man. Um, it's worth noting he'd been bedridden for eight years, so this is not just like, oh, I've woken up with a sore knee, bang, mm. your knee's better. This is bedridden for eight years. Jesus Christ heals him. And then we see he gets up and everyone kind of you know that's how it kind of reads all those who lived in litter and sharon saw him mm. so see the man and they turn to the lord they put their trust in jesus mm. now from one amazing story moves to the next one and you get him kind of moving to joppa then and here we meet this woman called tabitha 
or her name's Dorcas. And <laughs> this isn't why it's called that, but it's kind of like she chose the name to be over Dorcas. Which <laughs> maybe that's just me. Um, but you get this cool line. She was always doing good and helping the poor. Mm. And that's just cool. Yeah, that's right. It's it's kind of there's this unashamed un, uh, moments in the story of Acts just kind of celebrating what people are doing um, in response to their relationship with Jesus and just... Yeah, it's it's really nice just to see this doing good and helping the poor, and it's just this moment of celebrating mm. yeah, the impact of Jesus in this woman's life. Yeah. Um, and you read a little bit further down, you know, th- yeah, she was how she did this. She was making clothing and robes. Um, yeah, it's just very gifted woman in terms of the skills she had as well as just a practical. Yeah, way of caring for people. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's um again, it's this. You know, we've been talking a bit about Barnabas. You know, the underrated, like one of the underrated kind of disciples or you know followers of Jesus. And here mm. you kind of get this sense as well. Like Tabitha, she's just she's loving God. She's doing good. She's helping the poor. And it's just worth noting there that again, it's kind of like yeah, that's good. Mm. You know, like it's a good thing to do good. It's a good yeah. thing to help the poor. Yeah. Um, it's not like let's not undermine that or underplay that. Mm. Um, and if you're doing this out there, let like we want to encourage you in this. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this a little bit before. Like, you know, it's it's easy when we talk about doing good, actually talking about doing things, you know, we can kind of cut our legs from underneath us by going, Yeah, but there's always a hint where it's not quite good. Yeah. Uh, you just don't get that here, which yeah. I think is really refreshing. Mm. There you know, there is a time to talk about that, but that's not what Axe is talking about, um, which is just really refreshing. Yeah. Um, just there's a healthy place for us, you know, like we talk about the grace-driven effort. Mm. It's not grace-driven earning. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not that to be just trying to like earn a relationship with Jesus. It's clearly she is a disciple of Jesus and yeah. she's putting effort into actually loving like Jesus. Yeah, she's um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. She's doing good. You know, I've... Yeah, in that same vein, like we caveat it and go, well, no one's good. Yeah. Or um, we can often say, yeah, you know, yes, maybe they did good, but at their best, there was still sin lying close at hand. Yeah. And as you said, that's true. There's a time and place to talk about that. But here it's like, man, she was, she did good. Mm. She did good, kid. That's yeah. what I think. That's right. <laughs> and she was helping the poor. Um, and flowing on from that, like it's worth noting, she gets sick and she dies. Yeah. So she here is a good disciple, you know, who was doing lots of good and she still suffered and she still died. Yeah. You know, let's just like call that as we see it. You know, there's no sense that like if you do good, you're going to escape suffering and death. Yeah. Like, yes, she's brought back to life, but Mm. she still faced that and went through that. Yeah. I think for us at the moment, like we're still kind of grappling with the coronavirus um, in Queensland and Australia and you know, we're rightly putting in, you know, steps to make sure we gather safely and, you know, interact with people in safe ways. But, you know, here's to Betha, like, just engaging in following Jesus, even at the risk of her health. Yeah. Um, caring for those who are sick. And, yeah, it's just following Jesus kind of is the bigger thing for her. Um, yeah, which is just really interesting in this time when we are overly cautious of di- keeping ourselves distance from sick people. We are talking about this in growth group. Before it was, if you're sick, oh, how can I help you? Now it's like, oh, please stay away. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're sick, they come near me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she does good. Now, it's uh, we don't want to spend too much time, 
you know, again, as you read through this, like the point of this is not like be more like Tabitha. But in the flow of Acts, we do just kind of want to recognize that you see this stuff, you see someone, you know, kind of doing this and just pointing mm. it out. That's what we're doing. Um, but she she gets sick and she dies. And then we see God really move in great power. Yeah. And Peter gets to this room uh, and kind of like the paralyzed man before, he told the paralyzed man to get up and people believe in the Lord. Um, we see mm. that. Now Peter comes in. Clearly this woman is is she's died um and you know there's widows standing around they're crying as was kind of the um the what you would do in that day and age and then peter gets in the room he he sends them out of the room he gets in he gets on his knees and he prays knowing that only god can do this and then what we see is just so kind of amazing he says tabitha get up and like she was just you know pretending the whole time Mm. she opened her eyes and sat up and it's worth noting like if you've ever kind of unfortunately been in the moment when someone has passed away or at a funeral like people know Mm. you know they know that that person has passed away um you know like there is no faking that you know sometimes people get it wrong and all that sort of stuff but like this this woman was not faking it yeah she had actually died everyone around it her knew that and yet what happens here is amazing she gets up she comes back to life Mm. He then presents her to the believers. In verse 41, you see that. He presents her to the believers. So this is a public thing that happened. And then all of a sudden, this too, like the previous healing, becomes known in all of Joppa and many people believe the Lord. Mm. Yeah, it's an awesome yeah, awesome story that you're saying. And I think just picking up on a couple of things you said was really helpful. Like, yeah, just the the realness of the situation. You know, people are grieving, they're crying. Yeah, this isn't a... This isn't a, a pretend thing um, where to be there isn't quite dead yet or whatever. Like, yeah, people are grieving the loss of a friend. Um, and yeah, also just kind of worth again pointing out, godly people grieve. Yeah, God's people cry when things, when they experience loss um, and particularly the, the loss of loved ones. And yeah, we see Jesus' people crying here. Um, but yeah, we also see this, that's turned to joy mm. um, with her being raised to life through yeah god's work through peter um yeah and it's a moment yeah, god used to build the church which is yeah. awesome yeah that's it the miracles that happen in acts and we've said this i think before they're generally always used to help the message of jesus mm. go out it's not oh let's do a miracle for miracle's sake it's no god is working in that moment so that people will see the life-saving message of jesus yeah uh, and then you get verse 43, finish on this. Peter stayed in Joppa with some time with a tanner named Simon. Again, you know, we don't know much about Simon, but here he is mentioned because he helped Peter out. Mm. Um, as we finish up this passage, there is kind of, again, there's sort of two big things to, to wrap up. The first thing to feel, I guess, the challenge and the comfort by is just the reality that God works in great power in his world. There is something so amazing in that that we can so often forget. Maybe it is because, you know, we haven't seen this today, you know, it literally today. You know, maybe this morning you haven't seen this or this afternoon you haven't seen this yet today or whatever. Sometimes it can we can drift into thinking that God isn't working in our world anymore or that he stopped working in our world or that he can't work in our world. But as we see in the book of Acts time and time again, it's just this massive encouragement and challenge. 
God is big and powerful and awesome and mighty and he is at work in our world. And so let's not forget that. Um, Let's not live like we don't know that truth. Let's be reminded of that, encouraged by that and live in light of that. But then the second thing again is just this encouragement. Again, like Tabitha did, like Simon the Tanner did, like Barnabas did before, like you get so often in the book of Acts with these kind of just these people along the way. They may not be the guys out the front, but they do such an amazing work. They're mentioned to remind us that the body of ch- the body of Christ works together. Some out the front, some behind the scenes as we serve and as we participate in what God is doing in this world in the ways that we can. And so we want to encourage you um, to continue to participate, to use your gifts as you can to continue and build God's church wherever you're able. Thanks for listening today. We hope you're able to hear God speak through his word and that this was encouraging for you. We'd love to encourage you to spend some time now uh, praying wherever you are or thinking about when you can spend some time praying today. Thanks heaps. We'll see you next episode.